What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to what is the tournament again? Oh yeah, the Genesis Invitational <laughs> 2023 Tigers Tournament. We are in California, IA, the last, the last California event. Pat, last one before we head to the Florida Swing. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry with me. We are the Tour Junkies coming at you off the waste management. What a fun week it was. Super Bowl waste management. It was a great time. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more here in just a second. I got to I gotta tell the people. Well, first of all, what are we drinking tonight, Pat? I'm, I'm going bourbon tonight. I got a little oh, uh, Manhattan wow. going. Mm. Mm. I got a, a, a brew here. It's a Savannah brew. Um, a little Pilsner. Something called... Uh, Service Brewing Company. Service Brewing Company. Yeah, service. Military service. Oh, I was, about to, I was about to say, real uh, real creative real creative naming there out of those guys. Veteran-owned. But, but if it's Veteran military, brewing. I get it. I get it. That makes a lot more sense. Thank you to our, yeah. all of our military, by the way. Uh, Pat, it was a fun week. Waste management was great. Uh, Super Bowl was fun. Our props were fun. We hit some. We didn't hit some. <coughs> Whiffed on the... By the way, did you see the Gatorade color? I didn't even. I thought they said they didn't know what it was. They didn't. It, it happened very sneakily, but I did some research today, and there was a photo of the Gatorade being poured on Andy Reid, and it was at sixteen to one, purple. Sixteen Ooh. to one. If you if you took the purple, so I, I feel like the Chiefs were kind of trolling there with that. I, I think. Uh, hmm. Although I do love purple Gatorade, it's probably one of the better flavors of Gatorade. If yeah, you, if you ask me, it, it just it just tastes so much better. The Nut Hut was popping. We had a great time. A couple good live chats last week on the Nut Hut. By the way, um, now in the Nut Hut, you've got the first look Monday morning live chat with me where, I, where I'm doing the first look. But now that it's not publicly on YouTube and it's a private video only shared with Nut Hut members, it just feels more. I, I did it today for the first time. Pat, it was, you were in there a little bit. It just felt like family. You know, it just felt like we we're all sitting yeah. around the dinner table chopping it up. Very cozy. Yeah, I wasn't like worried about. I felt like there was a little fire in the corner somewhere. Yeah, I I wasn't worried about how long it was going or you know telling people to like and subscribe and comment and all that stuff. It was just great. We had a great time. We uncovered a lot of really good numbers. Hopefully, you bet on a lot of those because I've already seen them getting a lot shorter. We'll talk about that in the betting show. Um, also, the the best new addition I think to the Nut Hut in a long time, Pat. We, I think I alluded to this, but we now have a PGA certified teaching professional in the Nut Hut helping people out, okay? Helping, helping our Nut Hut members get better at their actual golf game. He's, he's getting, you know, Nut Hut members submitted videos uh, of their golf swings. And some of their, their girl, I've seen a girlfriend's golf swing in there, I think, I think it was. Um, and he is, uh, his name is Blake. He's killing it. He's in Colorado. He's young. He's funny. And he's just doing a tremendous job. And I've already seen, I don't know, what, how, how many, maybe 20 breakdown videos already at, in the Nut Hut? It's fantastic stuff, too. And it's, and it's very humorous. It's very, I mean, he does a great job. He, he makes you laugh, and he gives you real advice on your golf game. And he's got his own channel in there. You can ask him questions. He's dropping in his own kind of drills to do, instructional stuff. So it's just another benefit of being in the Nut Hut, being a member, you have access to Blake. You can send him a video. But I will say this. Your video is going to get publicly posted, and it's, it's now one of my favorite things. I mean, anytime I see a notification in, in Blake's channel, uh, which is the Progress Over Perfection channel, anytime I see a notification, I click on it, uh, hoping that it's another video. And I've seen a lot of people in the Nut Hut 
commenting the same thing. We've had so many comments. I've even had people message me privately and go like, this might be the best addition to the Nut Hut yet. It's so funny. Um, it's, a, it's a blast. I think we should give the people a little taste of what Blake's been doing, Pat, because he did get a hold of one of your swings. I'm not sure how. See, this is, this is what I'm talking about. It, this always happens. You're <laughs> always going to give my worst swings in here. Now, are you going to post a video of me at my lesson? I don't have that video. I, I, I'd have to find. I'd have to find. We lost the video. Can somebody? No, we didn't can lose the video. Somebody give me a video of Patton's lesson. We didn't lose the video. Will you get on that. Somebody put up. Somebody find the video. Okay. There's, a, there's a better video than. We're this. working on it. Uh, Aussie DB says Blake has killed my swing confidence, but he's so good. Yeah. Um. So let's let's just play the video. It's it's a minute long. It's a video of you in St. Andrews. If you're listening on the podcast version. Don't worry, just picture it in your mind, but you probably should go back and watch the YouTube video. So I'll, I'll preface this. I mean, DB always gets my worst things, <laughs> and then he puts them out there. Today I have the honor of taking a look at Pat's golf swing. Yeah. My expectations are extraordinarily high for Pat, being one of the founders of the Tour Junkies. He also happens to be dressed time. to the absolute nine on this occasion, expecting a lot. Thank you. Right after impact, there goes all my self-belief in you, Pat. Probably very similar to where that golf ball ended up gone okay the first thing that i'd have you do this is great i'd want you to make this your profile pick on every social media platform i know for myself if i had to wake up every morning knowing that as a position in my golf swing (laughs) that i would need to make a drastic change in my lifestyle especially when it comes to golf okay now honestly i'm going to take us back to setup the biggest change i'd have you do is to relax the right side of your body you can see how open your shoulders are your right arm is very straight and rigid I'd have that right hand get a little bit more underneath the golf club, okay, kind of relax you out. I'd see a big change in your top position. That club would be less across the line, and it would really help you shallow out the club in transition, get the shaft more on your right forearm instead of your left, really help that impact condition. Man, does that look a little awkward through the golf ball. (laughs) Not very athletic, but... I think a simple setup change, and we could make some real progress, my friend. Oh, man. I uh, like that. I gosh. like that he says that we could make some progress. Now, if somebody could find the other videos, very different than that one. <laughs> Blake's doing a tremendous job. If you're in there and you're not taking advantage of the it's progress great. over perf- uh, perfection channel, you got to, you know, it takes a little, you got to let them hang a little bit, drop the video because everybody's going to want to see. Do. But I will tell you this. We got a bunch of hacks in the nut hut. So, I mean, if, if you're if you think your move is probably the worst move in the nut hut, I guarantee you there's no way it can't be. I think Helm Helm's move is pretty weird. Uh, the roast of Charlie, uh, Charlie Oliver in the nut hut, famously always, always, always in the chat. His was tremendous. Um, talking about Charlie trying real hard. Anyway, it's a great addition. Nut hut's having a good time. Hope you guys are too. <clears throat> um, now, Pat, in this next, before we kick it off, I just want to talk briefly about the, about the waste management. And I just want to kind of do a quick, you know, so it was a big event, right? It was a big event. So I just want to kind of decompress. And as part of the new DB, right, I want to, I want to talk about what I got wrong, right? I want to talk about what I got wrong. Maybe if you want to talk about what oh, you got wrong, but just. You're going to admit mistakes? Yeah, in the I don't know about segment, this is, I'm just going to, I'm just going to admit kind of what i wasn't what what didn't happen okay okay um i have a few thoughts here too okay l- quickly let me just say a couple of things i got right that were kind of off the uh, you know i got sung jay i got him right ricky fowler ricky's 
Ricky's back, okay? He's back. I got him, I got him right. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, Kittyama. Kurt Kittyama, my man, just barely squeaks through the cut and then goes just banana land on the weekend. Love to see Kittyama do his thing. Our boy, friend of the podcast, Grayson Sick, had a, a pretty good week. In fact, he scored, I think he was in the top 35 or so in DraftKings scores, despite finishing like 50th or something. Sig did pretty good. He was a lower, a lower pick. And then I faded Shane Lowry, which I think was definitely a good decision. I got that right. What I got wrong, okay? I stand by my words that Terrell Hatton does not like being at the Waste Management. I, if you watch the man, he's not in. He didn't like it. He didn't enjoy it. He was like, I, I don't know, but, but he's, he was good. He was really good. <laughs> he was really good. He cost me a matchup. I, I've, he pushed a matchup against Sam Burns I had in the hut, but I did win another matchup. I had Jason Day over Terrell Hatton. That one worked out by one shot. I definitely whiffed on JT. I kind of, I've been questioning JT now for a couple weeks. He finally gained some strokes off the tee. He backdoored a T4 or whatever it was. He was never really in conversation to win, but he definitely had a strong weekend. Um, he was lower owned in that top tier, which, you know, Godspeed. If you should, you should have played him. Hope you did. Definitely wrong about Xander. Um, you know, Wednesday night in the chat, I was scared of his comments about how his back was touch and go, about how he would feel good one day and bad the next. I mean, he said those things. And for me, I just got I just got scared, and I just I said no, and then he he did good, and then I was really wrong on our boy JT Poston, and that really sucked because I had JT Poston top twenty. I think I had him outright. I had him in lineups. It was all bad for JT Poston. I it was bad. So what can you do? What can you do, Pat? What can you do? Uh, yeah, I mean, despite all that, I was still profitable in DFS last week. Still profitable. I was too, but only because of Sunday. Thanks to our, our showdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you Thanks. dipped your toe in the showdown waters, I saw. Yeah, Sampson uh, helped me out a little bit. He posted some favorite plays, and I, I think I put a few in my lineup. I don't know why I wouldn't have. And uh, yeah. finished fifth in a, in, a little, in a GPP. Yeah, that was solid, Adam. 150 uh, whole dollars and I, only spent 20. Well, I mean, hey, fifth in the tournament, you know, dipping your toe in the GP in the showdown stuff. That's great. He, he did have a nice write up for round four. That was good. Yeah. So here, I'll, go the, I'll go to this then. So I, I did the first fantasy golf sommelier of the, of the season um, last week, and I'm going to do another one this week, DB, because it's an elevated event. So we're going to have two in a row. So I'll talk about some things I got right and wrong in that, and mostly it was wrong. Um, JT Poston was my cheap play. He was the $10 bottle of wine. Yeah, uh, He was not very good. I was with you on that. Um, and Shane Lowry was the pop the court, because I really didn't talk. Maybe I wasn't listening to you. That, I mean, that happens on the show sometimes, yeah. occasionally. Um, I don't remember you fading Lowry on the show. I guess you did. You said you did. I don't, I don't remember it. And he was my pop the court because I didn't really think about him at all until the... Um, I don't remember if it came, came up on the show or not, but it was a very heavily discussed topic in the lunchtime chat with me on Wednesday and in the, yeah. in the Wednesday night chat we had. We talked about his new caddy, yeah, all that stuff. Here's what I learned from that. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to learn. I want to talk about what we learned, right? Yeah. This is well, just... I think we talked about this on the show and, and when we were making our picks about some experience here on this golf course. And 
Shane Lowry really hasn't played here all that much. I don't think the atmosphere bothered him, but and we did hear it that in the uh, chat. Somebody was there on uh, Wednesday, maybe, and was talking about his body language wasn't so great. But um, I think that experience definitely is something you want to look at. Somebody like Taylor Montgomery. He was one I think a lot of folks got burned by yeah, last I, week. I, yeah, that was one I forgot to mention. I also got him wrong. Yeah, I got him wrong too. Um, I played a lot of them. Um, I think Adam is a top 20. Adam in, as an outright. But I just think the experience is something that we want to look at here. I think off the tee, you want to look at way more. Like a guy well, like... We did. We did. We did, but... There were some instances where I, I don't think I just like the Gala is one of them. Oh, I told you. This is a course where like he's wild off the tee, but this is a course where really like you just can't be like he is off even though he had some good some good times here. I mean, he was what third here a couple of years ago. And you did tell me. Um now this week's a little different. I think you can be a little bit wilder off the tee here, even though you know, I know you want to be in the fairway wherever you are. But yeah. You look at guys like DJ, Bubba, there, there's some, you know, you don't have to be in the fairway. Um, By the way, with the Thigala, right? you lost the, the wheel bet. Uh, also, oh, yeah, I lost the very wheel right. bet. I had Siwoo. You had Thigala. I think Siwoo won by two or three shots. He won by, by three because he birdied 18. Either seven, 18. It was um, 600. My boy Siwoo don't let me down. Like, he's rolling right now. So that's the wheel bet. So be on the lookout. Pat has to, uh, has to take and post a very uh, a sexy picture of himself and put it on Twitter or Instagram. We'll make sure we even, we even throw that up on the podcast. I know what it's going to be already. Um, oh, great. That's, that's awesome. I have a really good track right. record with the wheel bets, by the way. My, my, my wheel bet is mine. I can't even remember the last time I won a wheel bet. I, I feel really like don't. it was like when I had to, when I had to wax my leg. My thigh. And uh, I think it was eating out a pumpkin. <laughs> that one was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> it's been a while, though. Yeah, it's been a minute. All right. Anyway, I'm sure I got something right. Yeah, um, yeah I'm sure you got I something. I was right on Billy Horschel. We're talking about, you know, talking about the fantasy golf small. Yeah, put in a prize pick play for him to be the under on the under on fairways yeah well they moved they moved the line but he was still under where they moved it to which was eight and a half i remember on wednesday night you were not near as scared off as xander as i was um so i I remember that uh anyway you know it's it's a fun tournament this is going to be a great week and i think a lot of the same things um the same thing in terms of experience matter when you look at when you look at Riviera, when I looked at a bunch of trends, and we'll probably talk more about the trends on the betting show, but experience around Riv and just experience in general in the PJ Tour, definitely something that has shown through at Riviera. And again, yes, that's with strong fields over the last few years, but it's even stronger now. And I think it's even, it's going gonna, it's gonna to magnify those things to an even greater level. What's crazy is, can you imagine this? I just thought about this. Can you imagine the start of this show had Nick Taylor won that damn golf tournament Sunday? Nick Taylor beat John Rahm by three shots at the Waste Management. Like, only Scotty Scheffler beat Nick Taylor. I mean, I, I know we all know this, but just saying it out loud, that was crazy. Like, the names at the board were, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like Scheffler, Taylor, Rahm, and then it was like, was it uh, JT Day? 
I mean, the, the names on that board were crazy, and then just Nick Taylor's up there doing his thing. It was, that was wild to me. I think there was, yeah, I mean, he was great. Yeah, he was. He was Rondo solid. had to do a few things down the stretch to kind of, you know, I mean, he had to really go for it on 15, hit it in the water. Yeah, he didn't have his best um, stuff Sunday. He, I don't think he had his best stuff in really mm-hmm. most of that tournament. Yeah. And he still, and he still he finished still, third. Yeah. I mean, he's just so good right now. Um, all right, let's move on. The Nut Hut was great. It was, it was a good, good time last week. Uh, don't forget the Nut Hut price increase goes into effect on Friday. If, you've, if you're a current member or you've been a member, there was an email sent to your inbox on Friday. Um, so check that. If you didn't get it, you can hit me up in the Nut Hut or you can message me on social or whatever you got to do. Email us, info at tourjunkies.com if you have any questions. That goes into effect on Friday. All right. 9K and above range. We're just going to, you know, we're kind of doing the same thing we did last week where we're going to give you a cash lock. We're going to talk about where we think the popular plays are going to go. We're going to give you a fade in each range, but then we're just going to kind of talk through some names, you know, talk through some guys we like, sure, but maybe answer a few questions about some guys that, that we may have. Because obviously, on a Monday night, with DraftKings and DFS and GPPs being an ownership game, it's hard to you know, fully commit or nail down a pick because ownership is going to matter a ton, especially in a strong field like this when it's easier to fade a big name who's chalky when there's other big names all around. Uh, that's something that, uh, that, that we, we want to do. So let's talk about this range. It's obviously stacked. I mean, every, every name in here is, is of interest to me. Um, I would say, I would say this, if I'm starting a cash lineup, the Tony Finau price at 9,500, I mean, he had a very quiet, what, T8 at the waste management, very quiet, but just another great, you know, really good finish for Finau. Um, obviously a really good track record here. He's never been able to close the door, but he's been runner up twice. Um, famously to Max Homa lost in the playoff in 2021. So Finau for me at 9,500 is the cash lock. In terms of fade, Pat, it was really, this was hard. I, I don't, frankly, I just don't, here's what I wrote down. I will fade the two most popular names in the range. Who, whoever the two, I don't even care if it's Rom and Scheffler or Rom and Rory, whatever. Like, I will fade the two most popular names in the range for DraftKings. I'm not saying you have to, but that's what I'll do. And then I'll grab whoever else I want to play in this spot uh, because I just can't, bring myself to like fully say no matter what i'm out on this guy sure can't lay worries me a little bit but he's super cheap at 9k obviously tremendous record here he just so far in 2023 he's been kind of lackluster through just what two, three events um i missed the cut last week so he worries me a bit but i still could no way fade him if he was not going to be popular but i think he might be at that price um you know, Morikawa worries me a little bit just from a scrambling standpoint because I think scrambling is something that's very important around Riviera. Low green regulation numbers here. Obviously, with Morikawa, the, the big difference with him is his irons are so freaking good. He can go to a course like that, and it doesn't matter because he's still going to hit. He's just not going to miss greens. Um, but there's just nobody in here I'm willing to say absolutely not going to play. So for me, it would just be whoever the two most popular plays are. Yeah, I think it's 
I mean, again, when you look at all these players in here and just the caliber of everyone that's in this this top range, it, it is hard to just plant your flag on a fade. And and I think ownership being this, you know, something that's certainly key as it always is. That's a that's a good way to do it. If you're just going to fade somebody to say, hey, you know, I'm just going to avoid the the top owned guy. Um, the thing is, for me, like then I start to think, well, what am I going to do if it's it's somebody I really like? So then you got to eat it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Like if Rory's like one of the chalkiest guy, I like him a lot this week, and I'll probably play him. So I can't sit here and say I'm going to fade him. Um, for me, I think, and, and this is a little bit bolder fade, but I think Sung Jay is going to be the fade for me. And I, I, you know, you look at Sung Jay; he's been fantastic. I mean, he's you know all season long, other than the Sony Open where he missed a cut there. Um, so I'm going to have a little faith in here that that maybe there is something to the fact that he doesn't typically play well on this golf course. Uh, you look at his four or three starts in the, since 2019, two missed cuts, T33 last year. Um, you know, most of the stats for him are going to look good. Um, but there's there's a few things that, you know, could concern you a little bit, maybe a little putting when it comes to Poana Greens. Um, I, I do think driving distance is a key here. Um, not the the main thing, but yeah, you know he's he's not exactly the longest player on the tee off the tee, especially in this you know top nine k and above. Him him and Morikawa are the shortest of of this group. Um, he's just been so I, good. I mean, he's last... been so good. So, and I don't know where do you think his ownership's going to be. I don't I think. Yeah, I mean, I, so I wrote down. The, it was hard to say like who the chalkiest plays are going to be because kind of like last week, it just kind of it kind of evened out between like Scheffler and Rom and Rory were all within like three or 4% of each other. Um, so I think at the top, it's going to kind of be like that. So what I wrote down was who do I think the lowest owned will be? And I think M Morikawa and Burns are going to be there for a couple of reasons. Number one, they each have a few, you know, they each have like a wart in, in the game or the history here or whatever. And number two, just because of the price, I think, you know, and, and the depth of this field, from a lineup lineup construction roster construction standpoint, you're just going to have people skipping that low that lower nine k because they're going to load up on Finau and up. So I, I think those three are going to be the lowest own plays. Um, I like, I still like. For some reason, I still don't. I'm not trusting Sam Burns fully yet. For for, for See, I like for, Sam Burns for the West Coast swing. Like I I love Sam Burns. You know that, and I probably would like him more in an outright situation. I. You know, last week at fifty to one was very tempting for him, um, but in a in a DFS, sometimes I just ah, I don't know. I, I would rather have Sungjae or Morikawa here, honestly. Um, I think like that's my gut right now, but I, I truly don't have a problem playing e- any of those guys. I, I really don't. I I think sure, like would I rather have Finau or Xander over Morikawa or Sungjae? Yes, I think I would, but. It's not by that much, honestly. I, I think I just don't think it's by that much. What do you, I'm curious how Cantlay's gonna fall just because of miscut last I mean, surely because of the, the record here and the cheap price. I mean, the fact that Cantlay's below Sam Burns is wild to think about. Like when's the last time that happened? He's probably gonna be pretty popular, I'd imagine. So I just think that's why that's in that Sungjae Morikawa Burns spot right there is going to get passed up um yeah i think cantley is going to be 
certainly higher end because of that price. Um, does he just seem a little disinterested though this year? He like, always I mean, seems disinterested. He always yeah, seems no, but even this year it's just not. What what has he really done so far this season that's gotten you excited? Other than like getting him at nine k, good history here, and you know that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess not much so far. He's just he's just Patrick Cantlay. So, um, you know, you're getting Patrick Cantlay at nine thousand dollars. That's what's exciting about this at a golf at a golf course that he loves. He's very familiar with, and and he's had a tremendous amount of success at. Now, what what is what is funny about Cantlay though is like. For all the success, you know, like other than let's see, other than really the the one year in 2018, no other top tens. You know, nothing better than a 15th, which you know at 9K you'd probably be happy with. But um, you know, if, if he were at the, in the 10,000 range or or 9,700 or 9,800, where you may have slotted him two weeks ago before he missed the cut of the waste management, you would have probably put him above Max Homa. Tony Finau, all these guys, you probably wouldn't be happy with a you know T fifteen necessarily, but um, only one top ten here. I don't know. He he's going to be an interesting case, but I, there's just nobody in here. I'm just ready to full out fade. Do you think? Do you, do you trust Justin Thomas? Is he back? Is he ready to go? I love Justin. I, I love JT this week. Right there together, Rory and JT are my two favorites up there. Um. He gained. Eight, I don't know if 8. he ever left. Strokes. Did he leave? Where did he go? No, it's not that he like left. But I mean, I mean, you know, when he won the when he won the PGA, it was a little meh. I mean, third at the RBC Canadian, okay, and then it was like thirteenth at the FedEx St. Jude. You know, I get it. That's a that's a playoff event, stacked field. Thirteenth though, fifth out of a thirty man field at East Lake, and that was really it. That was it. Like it, he wasn't. Really being JT from a ball striking standpoint, he wasn't gaining a ton of strokes off the tee and on approach until the waste management, where he gained 8.8. He finally got the off the tee numbers back up, which I'm sure helped him on approach. Um, the scrambling was there. Uh, so, and, I, and obviously, you know, really decent record here, a lot of boomer bust. Um, sixth last year, two missed cuts before that, runner up in 2019. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I'm for a guy like him, his caliber. You know, I'm, I'm ready to say, okay, I'm back, I'm back. I'll get, I'll get back on quickly. You know, I mean, I was doubting yeah, him. I think if, if he really, he needs to get that putter going. If he gets the putter going, I mean, look at the last four events. He's lost strokes in three of the four. I mean, you just get that going a little bit with with what he did last week from the approach standpoint, around the green, everything else. I mean, he he found something going into the weekend. He was struggling on Thursday and found it. That's a very good sign for somebody like JT at his caliber. I, I just, I, I think he is a fantastic player. And he obviously has a good history here as well. So rank, uh, rank, let's do this and then we'll get out of this range. Rank Rory, Scheffler, and Rom. One, two, three. Uh, I'd go that direction. Actually, no, I'd go Rory, Rom, Scheffler for this week. Really? Mm hmm. I love Rory. I'd bet him at ten to one. Play him, regardless of ownership. I, I think this is a way better setup and week for him than last week was. Yeah, I mean, it was really the putter was what what kind of let him down last week, which is um, 
Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, those are pretty pure greens, but um, I mean, it's so hard to make Scheffler the third guy out of that bunch. I think Rom is the clear is the clear dude still. I think it's still John Rom. I mean, you just said it a, a few minutes ago. Like he didn't have his best stuff, and he still finished freaking. He still finished third. Um, to me, it's still Rom, and then. I just have a, I don't know. I, I, I think Scheffler continues to just, he's just not sexy. He's not sexy like Rory, but 182 mile an hour ball speed on the 72nd hole right down the effing throat of 18, like on a string with his iron play, yeah, his short game. Huh? Didn't he have, what, two, three-shot leads? Still, dude, 180. He let that thing loose, buddy. 182, like 183, 10. like, god dang. Like, Scheffler's just so, I mean, he's got Ted Scott on the bag, who caddy for Bubba Watson, who's won here three times at Riv. I, I, I think it's really tough. Like, honestly, like, my gut wants to put Scheffler over Rory this week. I want to go Rom, Scheffler, Rory. But then, like, my, my head is like, dang it, like, you can't. It's still, I don't know if I would get too. I know. I know I'm just wrapped I'm just in fun. to what Rory did last week. This week, I just don't. Yeah. Um, beer I, tastes really good today. Does it? All right, good. Let's uh, let's keep moving. Let's yeah. let's move right along. By the way, don't forget the Masters contest going on right now. You got a chance to win five hundred dollars in merch from the Masters Pro Shop. Me or Pat or both of us will be your personal shopper and spend five hundred bucks of our own money. And then ship it to you if you can't make it to the tournament. We'll ship it to you, to your door, 500 bucks. All you have to do is go to Apple, go to podcasts, go to the podcast app, leave a five-star review, and write a review. Just write something nice. Tell us, give us some feedback on the show, something you like. Uh, on Spotify, I didn't, I didn't realize this. On Spotify, you can't write a review. You can only leave a, a rating. So you can leave a rating on Spotify and or you can do the Apple podcast thing. That gets you entered into the $500 merch drawing from the Pro Shop at the Masters. Me and Pat will shop for you. Do that. You've got a few weeks to do it, but go ahead and knock it out so you don't forget. Okay. Let's talk 8K range. 8K range starts off with Victor Hovland, ends with Adam Scott. Pretty, pretty decent course horse here. You got the, you got the Aussie connection and the, and the Kikuya grass, and they're so good on Kikuya. Aussie DB, he's in the chat. I mean, what do we think about Kikuya? What are we doing? What, what, what just happened? Why is, why is the chat on the thing? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Okay. Uh, Aussie DB, what do we think about the Kikuya grass? Are we, are, is it hard? What are we doing? It's, it's real weird. It's sticky. Your ball can sit up on, on top of the stuff. It rides up your club face or whatever. I don't know. It's just Kikuya. South Africans and Aussies tend to be familiar with this stuff. Um, all right, if we're starting off in the 8K range with a cash play for me, this is weird. I haven't said this in a while. For a cash play. Just as quickly as I can say, like, when you're a world-class player, as quickly as I can go, like, hey, I have my doubts. What's going on with you? I can jump right back on. And I'm right back on Jordan Spieth. 8,600. Jordan Spieth, 8,600. With the way his approach play was last week, are you kidding me? Jordan Spieth, 8,600, yes, he's a cash lock, love him in tournaments, whatever, hope he's not super chalk, I think he's going to be, because he's 8,600, and, you know, the fade for me is, is 
is Cam Young. Like, T2 here last year, I get it. That was, that was in the beginning of the Cam Young run, but outside of what he did at, what, the Saudi? Was it the Saudi a couple weeks ago where he finished runner-up again? Like, he's not really been the same guy. He, he can't putt all of a sudden. He's, he's definitely not putting. We're, and he was, he was putting better on the run that he was on. He's, his touch around the greens has gotten worse. The iron play's gotten a little worse. I just, I don't know that I trust Cam Young right now. Um, and I think he's overpriced for what he's been delivering lately at $8,800. Like, I would much rather have at literally everyone else below him I would rather have at, at the price tag of $8,800. So I think that's the cash play. That's the fade for me. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I agree totally on Cam Young. Um, I think he's just the, – the honeymoon is over for him. I, I think he's a super talented golfer, and if he starts to get it together, I could see me definitely being all in for the Masters, but we'll wait and see when we get there. Yeah. For me, a cash play is Jason Day. Yeah, I don't, I I mean, don't hate that either. Look look at what he's doing lately. I, I mean, love fifth it. last week, seventh at the Farmers, top 20 at the American Express. I mean, the dude's not only just making cuts, but he's contending. 8400 for Jason Day. I think if you're playing cash, I absolutely – he, Love it. He doesn't check the the course record, the course history box. I mean, now he's he's got it. He's played here. This will be his sixth appearance. But clearly there's something about Riv, or it feels like, or maybe it was just a scheduling thing. It feels like he was intentional about not coming here. I mean, he, he played in 2010, 2011, 2012. Okay, went miscut, miscut, 62nd. And then was like, uh, oh, crikey, mate. I'm not going to come back here anymore. And he didn't come back until like 2017 when somebody was like, hey, you're really good. Why don't you just play Riviera and see what happens? He's like, I'll give it another go, mate. And he finished 64th. And then he's like, fuck that place, mate. I'm not going back again. Then he comes in 2020 and he misses the cut. And so he, here he is again because probably designated event. He's rolling. He's hot. So that worries me a little bit. But, but I mean, with the way he's playing right now, it just may not matter where he goes. He's just he's just been that freaking good. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you, and you know, when you look at the the history here, but I mean, just the way he's playing right now, it's just so solid, and you know, it's you can't really compare it to the last few years anyway, because he just he just hasn't been the same Jason Day. So I, I do like him a lot. Um, I don't mind the speed playing cash either. I think Tom Kim is interesting this week. I. I I want to fade Tom, man. You know, you look at the, you look at experience being something that that we want to look at this week, which which I do think matters, like we had last week. And I, I think that is something that bothers me a little bit about playing Tom Kim. He did not play well at all on the weekend at the Waste Management. He had four birdies total between the two rounds, and three of them were in one round. So, yeah, I, I just tough. think Tom is. Um, he he makes me a little nervous to to go, especially with the way this this range is in this eight K range. Because I love Jordan, I like Willie Z this week a lot. I like Hovland up top at eighty nine hundred. You know, people are going to talk about his scrambling and all this kind of stuff, Hovland, but the dude has played well here. I mean his his history, you know, is opposite of day. I mean it's fantastic. The two times he's played here, he's finished in the top five. It's been amazing. So Victor Hovland there at 8,900. There's just a lot of guys in here in this 8K range. And Tom Kim, to me, is just, he, he's just not, 
I just don't think I want to play him. I was just about to ask you about Hovlin. Um, I mean, the chipping is a concern. It's a it's a major concern. But like like Colin Morikawa, he's just one of those guys when he's when he's playing like Victor Hovland, his irons are so elite that he just he can avoid it because his irons are that good. But my question is, his irons have been a little lackluster. I mean, for for Victor Hovland, like they're it's not been the same like really peak iron weeks. Like I I could see him coming here and and the iron's still not being completely there and then he's having to rely a little more on the short game and whatever you want to whatever you want to hear about Victor Hovland and whatever they say on the telecast about how who he's been working with and getting bet it's not showing up in the strokes gain data if you look at the last 10 tournaments he's played on Fantasy National he is the same around the green he averages minus 1 shot around the green he's the same as he was if you look at every single registered strokes gained event he's played on the PJ Tour, which is 76, and it's minus one. He's not gotten any better. And, and so it just concerns me a little bit with, I mean, if you look at the two rounds at the Genesis, the, the two years at the Genesis where he finished fourth and fifth, both of those years, he gained over 10 strokes with his irons. Peak iron weeks, 6.1 and 4.1. He's not, he's not come close to that lately. In fact, the last time he's even come close to that was the Valspar in March where he gained 3.9. That's the last time. He's not, he's not gained more than three strokes with his iron since. Now, some of that actually could be, I mean, well, I take that back. The Open, he probably did. We don't see that on Fantasy National. Zozo, he probably did. I don't know. It just seems, it just seems like he's not been as consistent with the iron. So he worries me a little bit. Okay. Why wasn't Willie Z at the Waste Management? Does anybody know that? Why, why, why wouldn't he play the Waste Management? I have no clue. Um, I don't think injuries, though, is still a thing. I don't think that's... I'm sure there was something out there of why he didn't play. He played it in 2021. He didn't play it last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I guess he's going to say rest or whatever i mean it was i mean i doubt he's gonna play next week right the honda's supposed to be terrible next week so he played the amex and the farmers in back-to-back weeks i don't know like i have questions about willie z I, maybe I, he forgot it was an elevated event <laughs> he just his, his like, agent oh, forgot he on the schedule and he was like son of a bitch that fucking thing is $3.6 million. I have no clue. He woke up Thursday and he's like, wait a minute. He saw a tweet from, from you know, Golf Digest or something when they, when they want to tell you about how much money people make. He's like, I knew there was something I had to do today. It was tee off at the waste management. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. So any other, any other thoughts down here? I mean, like the, the two old guys, we talked about old guys a couple weeks ago, right? And you got Justin Rose and Adam Scott down here at the bottom just hanging, just chilling. They're both interesting to me. Like, I will be interested to see where ownership falls. I think Adam Scott's going to be popular. Um, I think Hideki's an interesting value down here at 8,200. I don't, I don't mind Hideki at all. What else we think? Are you going to go back to Hatton? What are you going to do? God dang it, Hatton. Mother father. I don't know, Dude man. Is so good, man. He really is. I know, I know, I know. 
I did want to bring this up on. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do about Hatton. Some somebody somebody needs to like really sell me on Terrell Hatton. I What's just, your problem with Hatton anyway? Like I don't. I, I don't just get don't. It. I don't. I don't. He just doesn't. I don't believe him. I don't believe in him. He's like Santa Claus. I don't believe in him. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how someone that grumpy and mad about being on the golf course can be that freaking good. I don't get it. I think he would be so fun to play golf. Oh, with he probably actually. would be. No, I would love to. I would love to play golf with him. I really would. I would love to play golf with him. But I just every time I get to his name and I like think about clicking him, I just I just can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. He's actually the reason I won that showdown on Sunday. Um, I didn't win it. I had some. I wanted to. There was something about who was it? I was going to look at. Yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick. I was looking at Fitzy because I'm like looking at Fitzy's iron play, and I just don't understand. He has not gained strokes with his iron since in the last two, four, six events. He's he's not done it, which is wild. He continues to gain strokes off the tee, so he's 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 in good. He's at least doing decent off the tee. He's in a good position, and he just can't get it done. But like he checks every other box. He's very tempting to me. Um, he only lost. Total of one point two this week, but if you look at the the round by round breakdown, like he came out great round one, gained one point three three strokes in round one, lost point two eight in round two. Round three was bad. He lost one point six six strokes on approach, and then he lost point six three on Sunday. I don't know. So it was kind of like a back and forth week for him. Maybe he's trending in the right direction. Um but I'm tempted by Matt Fitzpatrick. I just think you get names down here with like Fitzpatrick, Spieth, Hideki. I got questions on Willie Z. But on those three guys, I think you're getting some really interesting value and some, I mean, if these guys are on real win equity, like th- those are guys you trust could actually win against a field like this, this strong. Um, you're getting them very, very cheap. And chances are, just like last week, we, we said this was going to happen last week and it did. Because of the way the salaries are, are, are set up and, and, and the studs and duds thing is what people are going to do, this, this range is going to be largely left, left alone. Um, I just think you're going to have maybe one or two guys that, that are going to get some play, and then that's kind of it. So there's a lot of leverage to be had in the AK range for sure. What's the word on Fitzy on his injury? Have they said anything? I haven't seen anything new, but I mean, you know, he played all four rounds. He shot five under for no, the week. Been, it's like it's like at Pebble Beach. Yeah, it's like what I said. I mean, he came back after the delay. He was playing crappy. Yeah, played well. I think he's one, and I think Willie Z. Like if I'm if I'm in the Nut Hut on on a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever, and you're posting some of the uh, some of the interviews, some of the transcripts. Yes, yeah. Willie Z's one. Is he come? Is he coming up on the schedule? Uh, let me look. Z's one, and um, if Fitzy, if I can get some good stuff from Fitzy in there or Willie Z, they're going to be something I want to look at this week. None of them are on the schedule. Tuesday, you have Justin Rose, Tiger, and Scotty Scheffler. Wednesday, you have Tom Kim, Rory, Adam Scott, Finau, and Max Homa. So I'm going to have to rely on some uh, boots on the ground at Riviera to, to get that information relayed in the Nut Hut. All right, before we move on to the 7K range, we talked to you guys about our new friends at Leaderboard last week, and I got to play. I played around with the Leaderboard app 
last week at Champions Retreat. It's a lovely app. Now you can you can you can play by yourself and track your own game. You can keep track of your stats, your greens and red, your fairways, um, how many putts, your score, obviously where you miss the fairway, where you miss the green and reg. That's a good thing to keep track of. Pat talked about that last week, how it kind of helped his game. But when you're playing with your friends too, you can, you can help, they, they help facilitate the gambling. Stroke play, match play, Nassau, skins, um, nines is in there. All these different gambling games are in there. You put the handicaps in and they do all the math for you. It's super easy. And then they connect you to Venmo. So when it's time to pay up, you can get them folks paid up. But what I enjoyed about my round, and, and now, by the way, me and Pat's profile are, is public on Leaderboard, which also, Leaderboard is a free app. So just go to the App Store and download Leaderboard and give it a shot, okay? It's a free app. It's Even if sense. you're not playing, me and Pat will be posting all of our rounds on the Leaderboard app, and we're public. Tour Junkies DB, Tour Junkies Pat. We've already seen some followers rolling in from the Nut Hut. You can follow us. You can track our rounds. I had a terrible freaking round on, I think it was Thursday or Thursday terrible round on Thursday just 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 crapped all over myself uh had a little speedy and run there from 10 to 14 where I was just getting up and down I had five putts through four holes or something which was really good for me because I was just saving my dick um getting up and down but it's a fun app to track and you kind of look back at it go god dang like I gotta figure out you know my irons or why I'm missing left everywhere or whatever it is but also what I really enjoyed about it is it went straight to my USGA, to my GIN, my, my handicap. I didn't, even have to go, I didn't have to go to the GIN app at all, which is glorious. I, I double-checked it. I was like, does this really work? And yes, it really works. I connected my GIN, and it sent the information to the, to the USGA. Um, you can see revision scores. It's fantastic. Scorecards for group games are automatically dotted. So if you're playing a group game, you got stroke holes based on the course ratings and the player handicaps. Golfers get the benefit of an app with games, wagering, social features, and more stats while seamlessly posting to their handicap, all with the Leaderboard app. So go check out the Leaderboard app. Download it in the App Store right now. Uh, it's free to download. There's no, um, there's no like pay. There's no like things, whatever it is. They, they pressure you to pay more money to get new features. There's none of that in there. It's just a clean, easy-to-use, great app to use on the golf course. So And follow our round and comment on how crappy of golfers we are. But we're going to get better. We're going to get better. Yeah, so, it is. Link in the description of the YouTube video and of the podcast. If you just want to click the leaderboard link, it'll take you straight to, straight to the proper app in the App Store because there is a, a different leaderboard in the App Store. It's kind of weird. All right, we got to hustle, Pat. What are we doing? We're, we, we, we're going slow. 7K range. All right. Cash, we go. cash play for me is Ricky Fowler. I mean, gosh dang, 7,900. I'm believing in Ricky. I wanted. I paid up for him last week. Wasn't he in the 8K range last week? I paid up for him last week. I'm paying for him again this week. I'm buying. I am in on Ricky Fowler. He had a T20 here two years ago when he sucked. I'm here. I'm here with Ricky. I'm arm in arm locked up with Ricky. I'll go there. He's a cash play. Um, the guys I'm not playing, Tiger Woods. Not playing Tiger Woods, 7,300. Well, yeah. In fact, here's the YouTube comment question of the week, by the way. Click the like button, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please, because we do go live often. Sometimes we don't tell you. Uh, we're going to drop an interview here this week that we tried to drop last week. We're going to drop it this week. You're going to want to be notified of that. So subscribe to the channel. But here's the comment of the day, of the week, whatever. Then if you're watching live, first of all, thank you. But put the comment in once the video is over. Tigers at 7,300. What price would he have to be for you to play him 
in the $200 single entry tournament on DraftKings, okay? You're playing the $200 single entry, okay? What price does Tiger have to be for you to click the button and put him in your lineup? Is it Maybe it's $7,300. Maybe you're like, DB, I'm playing him this week at $7,300. Yeah. Okay, for me, I'm not playing him. I'm so glad he's going to give it a shot. I'm happy to see it. Um, hopefully the plantar fasciitis is, is gone or, or at least much better. I know Riv is a much easier walk than Augusta would be, for example. And yeah, swing, swing looked good at the match. It looked good at the PNC. Sure, but this is tournament golf against the strongest field Riviera's ever seen. So I'm out. Uh, if you want not a cop-out fade, I'm also going to fade Shane Lowry again for all the same reasons I faded him last, last week. And I'm also going to fade Corey Connors. I don't understand Corey Connors. 7600 bucks. Why do I want Corey Connors? What's his upside? Somebody asked me about betting him outright today. I was like, what? No. We, we think Corey Connors, who won the Valero in 2019, is going to win this event? Absolutely not. I would bet my mortgage that he's not going to win this event. I, I, would, I would, yeah. But it's not just not win. I, I just don't even like him here. So I'm out on Corey Connors, Shane Lowry, Tiger. Cash plays Fowler. What do you think about all that? And who are your guys? Yeah. Okay. That's a lot to take in. Well, I mean, I think Tiger's obviously an easy fade, and I'm I'm not playing him. But very excited to see him play, and we'll see what happens with him. Um, Shane Lowry. He did burn me last week. I don't know. I could probably see me coming back to him. Oh my but gosh. There's not a whole lot to get excited about. So I, I do agree with you there. As far as um, so I, I'd probably say um, God. Well, let me go with my cash play first off. Yeah. Um, I like Adam Hadwin a lot. That was my second he pick. Drives I... me up the wall. Yeah. Can't stand Adam Hadwin. You know what else I can't stand? His damn wife on Twitter. I don't <laughs> something about her drives me freaking up the wall. But Adam had and I don't want to bet him. I don't ever want to bet Adam Hadwin to outright win a damn golf tournament ever again. But you know what? He can make cuts. And he could finish in the top 25. Yeah. And I feel very safe when I put Hadwin in the lineup that he's probably going to make the cut. And I think I've got some upside for Cat. I mean, listen, Hadwin's, so, Hadwin's like a rubber. You know, he's, he's a Jimmy. You feel safe. Yeah. It's not optimal. Like you, I don't think there's any holes in it or anything. Yeah, yeah. You've, yeah, you feel like it's a reliable product. You trust it. It's a name brand. It's a name you're familiar with, you're comfortable with. It doesn't hurt. It just doesn't. It doesn't, it's not optimal. You know, it doesn't feel the best. And Luke, if you're listening. Uh, little, there's no rib for her pleasure. Little, yeah. Little Luke, if you're <laughs> listening, don't worry about it. Okay. But I'm just saying, um, it's, uh, that's kind of what he's like. He's just, a, he's just, he's just that. Anyway, I had had one written down as a possible second cash play though. Um, I do think chalk wise, I think Fowler could be chalky. I think Wyndham Clark and Adam had one. Could both be chalky. I have a fourth name, and I'm curious your thoughts after he just burned you. But I wonder if he could be chalky, even though he just burned you a little bit, just because people freaking love him. And this Sahith, like you get Sahith down here in the in the 7K range, and you're just like, ooh, ooh, Sahith, 7800. Yeah, I want that. And and personally, I don't I don't think I want it. I don't think I want it. Um, although. His grimy short game is very attractive here. Like, he's got a really good short game, and it's it's nice. It's nice here, and 
So I, th- didn't there, he also go to college like right? He in went this to area Pepperdine. Yeah, clo- really close to Riv. Yeah. Um, Probably has some experience playing this course. Yeah. Forty yeah. eighth here last year's first time playing it, which I get. That's that's cool. I just think I'd still rather you know who I'd still rather have Siwoo, and Siwoo will be less owned than Ricky Sahith and Wyndham. Siwoo will be less owned, and and he has upside here. Third in twenty nineteen, but he's just playing different right now. Siwoo's like three point what million to the winner? Oh, Siwoo not go home now this week. Siwoo go home next week at Honda. Siwoo don't show up at Honda. But this week, if it's three point whatever mil, Siwoo is in. Okay. I've seen him on Instagram with his coach. Like my boy is grinding right now. He's dialed. That's who you want. Ricky Siwoo. And I like Wyndham Clark. I do like Wyndham Clark. I've never liked Wyndham Clark. I love Wyndham this week. I, yeah. Absolutely love him. I'm going to be bathing myself in Wyndham Clark again this week. You're going to regret that. Now, now I'm off of him. If you're doing that, I feel like now I'm, I'm going to regret it. But I'm you out. know what? He is. I just. Oh, I love some Wyndham this week. Um, let's go. Let's talk back again on. Um, who are we talking about? Sahith. Yeah. I feel like just Sahith. Like if I were gonna, if I were gonna clone a guy in the seven K range that had a, you know, had the game to compete here, like you saw a DJ complete compete here or a Bubba compete here, I think Sahith is it, he could get an like both. Like you think of well, not DJ, but you think of Bubba. He's all over the place with his his. I mean, he's either on on a course like the National or here, or it's whatever. You just don't know. I feel like it's kind of the same you're going to get with a guy like Sahith. He's not near yeah. as talented. I'm not trying to say he's as talented as... Well, I don't know. He's a pretty talented guy. Um, There's something to the, create, the creativity that Riviera asks you to have. I like that. I mean, I do like that. Like I said, his grimy short game is really attractive here. Yeah. Um, okay. What about... Do, are, are, do we? How long is the bull run on Nick Taylor going to last? At seventy four hundred, are we still into this? I mean, like Nick Taylor's actually not played bad here, but like the dude, I feel has, like you got to stay on him. The dude has a runner up in a T seven, his last four events, and a T twenty. Yeah, like Nick Taylor's doing his damn thing. All right, last question: in the seven K range, and we're going to go to the six K draft. I I like a lot of names at seventy one hundred and seven K. Pat, my question to you. Tell me the names at 7,100 or 7K and, and 7K that you believe could win this golf tournament, if any. There may, be, there may not be any. But in contention, late on Sunday, they've got a shot. They're in the Nick Taylor's position, okay? Any names from 7,100 to 7K that you believe could actually win? Okay, um, here's... I would say I don't think there's anybody in here that I think could actually win. I, I listen, don't. Call me a homer, but here, Kitty Kitty, Kurt Kittyama, I think the dude can win. I've already been talking him up. I, I've talk- can I tell you something? Sure. That, that, the here, Kitty Kitty thing makes me feel like chalk on a, like fingers on a chalkboard. Yeah, kitty, 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 I hate kitty, that. Kitty. You have a cat. You're a cat guy. 
which is weird as I'm shit. I'm not a cat guy. I'm not a cat guy. Yeah. I may have one, but it's like, it's it's just there, but it's not mine either. But uh, that's Yama, every, that's every cat. Literally, that's every cat. Kitty, 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 that, I don't, it's stupid. It drives me crazy. Stop saying it. Well, I love him. Uh, and so I'm, I'm a believer in Here. kitty, kitty. Um, <laughs> Kurt Kitty on Let's just call him Kitty on I'm, I'm a believer in, in, in him too. But, uh, I think he could do it. I think, um, and I love him here. Love him here. Oof. Um, I, I just think there's some guys on the fringe here that are like, God dang, could they? Like if Scott Stallings, who's just continued to play really well, could he do it? Maybe. What about the Belgian bomber, Thomas Detry? Could he get it done? Could what, two or three-time winner Brendan Steele, although it feels like a long time ago, could he do it? Could Cam Davis? Make a resurgence, Aussie Kakuya Grass Seven K. Remember how in any, love with everybody, Cam Davis, huh? What? Any of these people could be this two weeks ago at Pebble Beach. Not this. You week. don't think it's this week? What about your boy P. No. Raj? I like P. Raj this week. I don't like him to win. That guy's not winning. No, I, I don't like him to he win. He has a new nickname, by, by the way. He has a new nickname what's, in the nut What's his new nickname? The Dustbuster. <laughs> what? What is that for? What? Okay, we'll figure that out in the nut hut. I, I like him, though, this week. Good record here. Sneaky T14 last week, which is what he does. He just sneaks up on you and does it. All right, let's move on. We got we to get going. This is going way too long. 6K range. Okay. Uh, listen, we'll get into all the grimy details in the Wednesday night lunchtime live chat with me, the Wednesday night live chat with you and me in the Nut Hut. Um, sleepers video drops tomorrow. That was terrible last week. God dang. I had three sleepers. They all missed the cut. Luke List at plus one, Matt Wallace at plus two, Norin at plus two or plus three. God, terrible. That was my worst sleepers video of the year. I got that all wrong. So here you go. For you people that think I never say I'm wrong, um, really sucked on that one. Let's talk about the 6K draft from last week, Pat. It wasn't bad. For, you know, for a 6K draft, you know, picking six guys, like three of them made the cut. And... You had uh, Grayson Sig finish T57, but again, I, I mentioned this earlier, I think he was like 35th in DraftKings points scored. Stefan Jaeger missed the cut, I told you. I didn't figure it out. Scott Stallings mm-hmm. finished T23. Sam Ryder continued the hot streak, T20. Luke List, I just mentioned, missed the cut. And Callum Tarrant missed the cut. That was our 6K draft last week. Let's, let's run it back. This week, 6K draft. Uh, you start this week. I started last week, so go. All right. Well, I'm gonna start with a guy that I picked in the Mayo Draft DB, and everybody hated it. Everybody hated it, but he did finish here top 15 last year. Made the cut the year before that. So two in a row. Sepp Straka at 6800. I did have him written down. Like he's interesting here, isn't he? Like with with his upside ability. And he's not playing good at all. He didn't play good in the Middle East. He just got back from there. He did not play well there. But if you look at Sepp's history, like like anywhere, he he can go from like miscut to T four, real quick. Like he doesn't is he's not one of these guys who like kind of slow builds and you see it coming. So yeah, uh, I I don't I don't hate that considering the upside for uh, for Sepp. Um. Listen, I'm going to take the 52nd ranked golfer in the world, Pat. 52nd ranked golfer in the world. And I normally am not a sucker for like, oh, play the Euro guy, the DP World Tour guy that nobody's ever heard of. 
But Adrian Moronk is really, really good at golf. He's 6900 bucks. It is his first time playing here. He's coming off a fourth at the Ross Elkima. He won the uh, Australian Open, which I like that a lot, uh, with the ties to, to Australia. Had a tremendous year last year. Won the Irish Open. Um, I, I like Adrian Moronk a good bit. I think you gotta, I think you got to look at him at 6900 Okay. All right. Um... I'm going to go with my boy, uh, Brandon Wu, 6,700. Second place finish a couple weeks ago at Pebble Beach. Made the cut last week at the Waste Management. West Coast guy also. Yeah. Brandon Wu. I'm just kind of meh on Wu. I can't get there. I've, I really have tried. I've tried to get there. I can't get there. Uh, all right. So we got Sep. We got Wu. Okay. Um... God, so there's some good names in here. I'm excited to see Nick Hardy play. I, I was really hope he was the next name on the alternate list at Waste Management. We were DMing on Instagram about it. Never got in. He was the last man left out. Uh, but I like him here. I like him on a golf course where he can he can rip driver. Um, he likes hard golf courses. So give me give me Nick Hardy playing really well. All right, I was kind of thinking about going there too. So good one there. All right, so um, you know why not? Um, why not Johnny Vegas at sixty nine hundred? I like Vegas. I like Vegas. I mean, Vegas was his putter is so does, bad. That's the that's the concern. But yeah, yeah, he was a little sneaky there last week. Um, yep. he found himself up there on the on the front page of the leaderboard. But T twenty three, top twenty five at the Farmers before that. He is a kind of a guy though, I think, that gets a little streaky. So I feel like maybe we're getting him in the in the middle of that. So I I like Vegas at sixty nine hundred. Oh man, there's so many different places I could go here. Ah. All right. I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with, with my boy. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna this is This is kind of a heart pick. Ah oh, dang, dang, do I wanna do it? No, I don't wanna do it. Never mind. F the heart pick. Um Gosh, dang it. Why don't you go Sam Ryder again? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at Sam Ryder. I'm I'm between Sam Ryder and one other one other person. Um ugh. Ugh. Okay, okay, okay. We'll go Sam Ryder. We'll go Sam Ryder again. He T T twenty for us last week. We'll go Sam Ryder. Sixty seven hundred. So the six K draft is Adrian Moronk. Sepp Straka, Brandon Wu, Nick Hardy, Johnny Vegas, and Sam Ryder. Those are our favorite plays in the 6K range. Check them out. And, uh, yeah, let's keep, let's keep the good. We've had some good 6K drafts. I think, I think, you know, if we get three guys through the cut out of the 6K range and two of those guys finish top 20, top 25, that's really good. That's what you want out of this range. Thanks for exactly. watching. Thanks for listening. Betting show dropping on Tuesday morning. Um, sleepers video dropping after that. We'll see you in the in the Nut Hut chats. We got two of those on Wednesday lunchtime with me. Wednesday night with me and Pat. It's a big week. We got a kind of a downer week next week with the Honda. Then we're jumping back up for Arnie's Place Bay Hill, another designated event. Golf is now off and running. This is going to be fun. Thanks for tuning in. Click the like button, subscribe, comment on the Tiger price. Where would you play him? Appreciate y'all. All right. May your screens be green. See you.